two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 13 Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? <laughs> oh, I I watched. Go ahead. I wa- I watched uh, some of the some of the videos today about just some of the stuff that's happened over the last couple of days in, in gaming. And For, I just, of what? Of what? It, I, I just it just. <laughs> just just the amount of stuff that happens it's just so ridiculous oh from like one week to the next is that what you're talking about yeah yeah just just three days it all takes three days like if, if you two days there's nothing going on you're like oh it's, it's gonna be a good week for gaming and right then like and then for three days it's just it's just rain shit <laughs> it's like all this stuff and like how is that possible yeah oh. I, I every time monday comes around on the weekends i'm like oh that's nothing happened over the weekend and then Tuesday comes, and I'm like, oh. They wait. Be, oh, they it's, wait. They, it's, they it, wait. It's going to be a light week. And then all of a sudden, I, the people that are in my Discord, if you watch the sub submit area for the for the show, all of a sudden, like, Wednesday comes, it's like, pa, 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 pa. Just, like, news story after news story after news story pops up in there. Um, well, welcome to Generation X Gaming. It's a podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live on YouTube.com at 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursday nights. Uh, pretty much every week, every week we we do a, average around forty eight shows uh, a year. You know, holidays. Sometimes we're off. Sometimes something happens. But we do forty eight or fifty two weeks. So not you know, not not bad, not bad at all for five years. Uh, Two hundred and thirty nine episodes. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Marvel and Anthem. There's an article comparing the two, and I kind of want to go over that a little bit. We're going to be talking about Xbox, a couple stories. But Xbox, uh, Phil Spencer talks about Xbox Series X and S. There's a story that might have Xbox coming out with a VR and uh, Elder Scrolls Six exclusivity. We've talked about it the last couple weeks, but we'll talk about it a little bit more. Um, we're going to talk about cheaters. Destiny uh, Twab, uh, They this past week, Bungie... Uh, took down some cheating sites and there's also cheating going on in uh, call of duty in the beta so we're going to talk about cheating in general in video games with competitiveness uh we're going to talk about the destiny twab as well we're going to talk about a mod that someone is working on on gta it's a gta mod that makes basically grand theft auto 5 into cyberpunk 2077 which looks there's some stills of that and it looks absolutely fantastic uh, NBA 2K up to their good old selves. 2K, man, they love doing some stuff, right? So there's unskippable ads that you have to watch, like you're watching an actual basketball game and you have ads now. Uh, and then uh, there's two little stories of Mask. Uh, Mask, the that's the the toys from Hasbro, uh, might be casting Ryan Reynolds for the movie part there. And then Tom Holland, Uncharted, some pictures surfaced. Uh, with him so we'll also show the destiny latest uh a trailer as well sorry that's with the twab that we'll we'll, we'll show in there so that's everything that's happening on today's episode uh again you can watch this episode right here on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming uh we used to be on twitch but now we're over on youtube so all the podcast formats will be over on youtube so if you like podcasts hit that subscribe button over here uh you can also listen to the past broadcasts on itunes google play spotify and anchor.fm 
And let's get to the show. So how's it going, chat? Appreciate you all being out here and hanging out with us. Um, so I want to bring up the... I don't know. if we, you, you want to talk about Destiny first? Let's talk about Destiny first. Let's get Destiny out of the way. Let's let's do that. Let's talk about Destiny first. Let me bring up the TWAB. Um, so we'll go over... We're not going to go over the whole thing, right? We're not going to go over the whole thing, but we are going to go over uh, little bits and pieces of it. Um, mainly... <clears throat> one, I want to show the trailer, right? One thing that we always, always talk about on this show is how Bungie knows how to sell a trailer. Like, these guys at Bungie, whoever makes these trailers up for them, they they need to get a bonus. They, they need to make the extra money from the microtransactions because if it wasn't for these trailers, nobody would be interested in this game, right? They, they hype this game up so good. And I'm not being... I'm not being the sarcastic. Music, the music fits. Yeah. The music fits. I'm not being sarcastic in any way, shape, or form. They do a phenomenal job of teasing for this game. All right. So let's uh let's go over this. We're gonna show it. Let me bring it up on uh on YouTube. Hold up. We'll probably get demonetized, but I'm not even monetized anyway, so it doesn't it doesn't matter. Demonetized away. Can, can you can you get can you owe them money if it's <laughs> negative money? Maybe. Maybe. All right, so here we go. Let me see if this is loud enough for you guys. Chains! For centuries, we have been bound by them. We have become pawns of our own devices. No longer. I'm going to I'm going to lower the volume there. I'm going to go back for a second. Did I did I hear? Hold on, let me see if I can find that spot. There's a spot where it sounds like our guardians talking again. Did you did you guys did you guys uh Yeah, he's, he's like where's the signal, where's the signal coming from? He's there. Right. He hasn't spoken since Destiny 1. No, You're... no, he had that, he had that, he had that line in Forsaken. Oh, that's right. You had the one line. They they did. Yeah, we talk again. Maybe we'll have more lines. We did. We had like one line. That's right. We had like one line in Destiny 2 or whatever it was. 
I forgot we became the the, the deaf mute in in this uh, in this category. All right, so he does talk again. All right, look, the trailer looks again. Amazing. It's always amazing. looks amazing. All right, it always looks amazing. Now I like what someone said in chat. Who who said it? Uh, I I love playing a free story. Who who said that? Uh, McDonald. Right, I love playing through a free story. Right, it's on Game Pass. I'm gonna play it. I I know what they're gonna do with this game. I I know the the repertoire of what Bungie does with these games. Right, I'm gonna love the story. I think the story's. I think the story. I don't. I don't want to say the story is fantastic in Destiny. Right, it would be fantastic if they told it in a better way. But if you're a person, and uh, if you're a person that reads the lore books and reads all the all the lore on all the pieces of gear and you play the game right like this is a really good a good story overall for you but for everyone else like the 80 percent of the people that just play through the game the story is pretty broken up and and kind of confusing right because it doesn't it doesn't give you it all out on the table unless you like really dive into into the stuff but it's it's a decent story it's a decent story it's not a bad story at all so, what do you think about this trailer, Sarge? What do you think of Destiny? Are you are you are you hyped? Are you hyped about this, or or are you just like, yeah, it is? Because I'm not hyped. I look at this and go, okay, this is this is cool, but I'm not hyped. <laughs> how do I? Speechless. How do I say that? It left Sarge <laughs> speechless. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, all right. Look, I really raise your volume up a little bit. I really enjoy the trailers. It sets a tone, okay? The only difference between now and six years ago is that I've been down the road. So I don't get as excited because I know what the end result of this type of hype is, right? I'm not putting it down. I like what they do. They do a great job, okay? If 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 the guys just sat in a room all year and pieced together all these little scenes and made a whole show about it and cut it up into pieces, I'd watch like two minute two minute shows every week for a whole year. I would do that because that's how good these guys are when they make a trailer. Okay. Right. My issue is not with the trailer. <laughs> My issue is is the meatiness of the content of what you're trying to portray. This looks epic, right? First of all, I didn't know the Fallen had their version of SJW. I thought that was cool. Right. 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 So the fact that it's an evil female Fallen who Varix doesn't like, apparently. And I'm going to guess, I guess Varix must have dated her at some point. Because otherwise, <laughs> nobody, nobody would hate someone that much. Right? No one would hate someone that much. The good news for me is I'm hoping that the new coding for whatever they're doing with the actual engine is going to make the game feel amazing. And then the story that we're going to go through and the, and the scenes of the story, how they're going to activate guys attacking us during the phases of the story are going to feel real good. Mm. And then once the story is over and whatever the, the, uh, the climax of this little blurb is, that's when I'm going to say, okay, I just witnessed great effects, great coding, because the coding changed. The physics are changing a little bit. It's supposed to make for a, a really impactful shooter experience. Now, when that story ends, 
does that go into the sandbox, right? Or is it like this awesome, uh, like story with the gunplay and the guys attacking us and some mechanics with bosses, and we're all like, yeah. And then when that ends and you go into the sandbox, it's just like in the sandbox again. Beep, beep. Yeah, I mean, world, world event. Beep, beep. Oh, get over here. Bounty time. Bounty time. Like, I, I just, I want, I really truly want the game to evolve. Hey, everything you just said, this is, this is all I heard. Are you ready? This is all I heard. Destiny stripper girlfriend let herself go. <laughs> she got bloated. And now she's got a facelift. She got new breast implants. Yep. She's back to work. She's looking, she's yeah. looking. Cut, cut the cut, cut the, the hair thing, right? Clamp, clamp, the, clamp the stomach, right? She, she, the, she she's looking loss. she's looking real good again, right? She's looking good. Bro. She called me up. It's been a, it's been a couple of months. I thought I lost her number, but then she she's calling me back, and I'm like, all right, I'll meet she's you for her I, hair. I, I, right, she's trolling her hair. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? All right, next I'll week? come over. I'll come what over just for a couple of minutes to say hi. Right. That's that's what I feel like is happening right now. It looks it looks beautiful. Right, it looks beautiful. I'm excited, but I'm not hyped. Like I'll play, I'll play the yeah. Come over for a few beers. You know, that's all you need, right? So I'll come over. I'll leave my my current girl's house, Marvell, and I'll 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 walk over there and I'll I'll try Destiny, right? And I think I'm gonna like it. But then I started reading the TWAB and stuff, and even though I'm not gonna partake in the part of where, and th this is why I don't like the adept weapons let me let me bring up the uh the twab okay they're bringing I'm concerned. in they're bringing I'm concerned. in some stuff right they're making some changes to to hand cannons and stuff and i'll i'll get that to that in a second i'll get to that in a second we're gonna we're gonna go down the twab a little bit and adept weapons okay now, before we let our friends on the development team go, we have a few more details concerning the weapons and share with you. A few months back, we announced the return of Adept Weapons to the Trials experience. Today, we'll be spending some time getting to re the, re the require uh, for the tools and the destruction of how they will be laying out the groundwork for the future of Adept Weaponry. While these weapons are similar to the names of the Adepts of Destiny 1, there are some added elements to embrace the, the weapon system of Destiny 2. With that, we pass the mic back to the development team and give you a full rundown. The dev team... Uh, beginning with Beyond Light, are all ex uh, all existing trials weapons? All existing, sorry, all existing trials weapons have adept versions. Uh, intent is for all new trial weapons to have an adept version of the future, and with their infusion caption uh, matching the season and their introduction in, they're, they're they're introduced in. For our first round, adepts the infusion caps will be set at the seasons of the worthy. Additionally, they'll be introducing adept weapons mods into the sandbox in Beyond Light which can only be applied to Adept Weaponry. Okay, Adept Weapons. Here's how Adept Weapons differ from base weapons. Masterworking Adept Weapons grants an additional stat, plus 10 for the primary stat, as usual, specific masterworks of the weaponry, plus 3 for all altern uh, alternate stats. Now, Adept Weapons can also use either a standard weapon mod or a new Adept Weapon mod, earned when going flawless. Now, a unique Adept Shader has been made for these weapons, uh, note the shaders are not uh, awarded as a consumable when dismantling the adept weapons as much, and they cannot be applied to any other pieces of gear. The adept weapon mods, these mods come in two varieties. Weapon stat boost, uh, each of these grants plus 10 to particular stats in a similar way to the masterwork stat. Example, adept range plus 10. Versions of some existing mods granting an improvement bonus, but with also with a downside based on versions of the mod explained below. So adept mag, 
plus 40 magazine, minus 20 handling. Backup mag is plus 30 magazine. Okay. Uh, acquisition of the Earned Adept Weapons and the Adept Weapon Mods. Players must complete a flawless trial passage and open the flawless chest at the end of the lighthouse. Each week, a different Adept Mod can drop from a flawless chest. Adept Weapon Mods will be only weekly rotations, so given mods may not make an appearance until later in the season. The mod is unlike uh, for use of own Adept Weapons when acquired. Adept Weapons will be available from the flawless chest on a bi-weekly basis, alternating with the armor drops. The first Adept Weapon acquired on, the, uh, on a given week is a Pinnacle Drop. Adept Weapons will also be set rotation, so players may continue to earn alternate roles on specific Adept Weapons when completing flawless passages throughout the given weekend. As you can see, for those who reach the Lighthouse, your loot is about to get a little bit more spicy. While the Adept Weapon rewards are coming first, we also have a Trials Armor Refresh planned for the future of the season after the Stardust has settled from the uh, Beyond Light. My question is, and again, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of words there, but there's no there's no answer of what they just said. There's like, where are those adept weapons going? Well, okay, here's my problem, and I, again, I have no stake in the game for trials. I haven't played trials since Destiny One, and in Destiny One, I did like the adept weapons. Okay, now yeah, I gave you reason. reason right, there was go. a reason for PvP players to run to get the adept weapons. Now, obviously, there's a whole other conversation about, I believe there should be Adept Weapons in the regular game as well, instead of just in Trials. But still, they have their systems tied, and if you want an Adept Weapon, you have to go into Trials. Cool. But now there's Adept Mods. Now, if the small percentage of Trials players, because it is a small percentage, okay, PvP players are bigger, but trial players are even smaller, and it gets smaller and smaller as they go. So now, um, I would like to see adept weapons. Well, let me let me back up. I want to see what's going to happen with adept weapons because once the rich PvP players, the the top of the top, go through flawless to get their adept weapon, and then they get their adept mods for their adept weapons. They now basically have a gun and the advantage over everybody else. One, which is fine because they get the adept weapon. But what happens? Is that a, does that mod? They don't actually say. Does that work out of trials? Is it does it work right. in the whole game? Does it work right. for PvE? Does it work in crucible? Does, does it work in regular crucible? crucible? Because I see PvP between the new stasis, between the new uh, arc or uh, adept mods and the adept weapons. Okay, I feel like regular PvP is going to be pretty salty and pretty bad right now, right? Because a lot of people, and I know there's different game modes, right? I know there's different, like, rank, you know, matches and stuff like that. But I just feel that if, it, if, if people get the adept weapons and they get the adept things, it's going to be a small percentage. And yet they can use those weapons. I, I almost feel like it's the Vex Mythic class. When the when remember when like that one person or the ten people had the Vex Mythic class in Destiny One and they came into PvP and they literally just destroyed everybody and everyone's like what is this gun and then they gave it out to everyone later because I feel like that's the same thing that's happening right so chat is that is that the way it's gonna work like the adept weapons I know the adept weapons are gonna work everywhere but the adept mods on top of the adept weapons I don't I don't feel like this is gonna be a good a good thing for pvp players right wolverine you're in chat okay 
you play a lot of PvP. How do you feel about this? How do you feel that now? You yes, you, you, you get a depth weapon. You don't know though. Yeah, but you get a depth you weapon. Know. You get a depth mod. Don't you feel like it's going to be a a game breaker? Example: depth range, not trials range. <clears> hmm. <throat> okay. I say it's special trials mods. Something that Chase Immediate won't last the length of the season. Right, okay, so I'm okay. And again, it's not really told in this in this in this passage here. Is the mod work everywhere? Or does it only work in trials? Because I feel like if you get the adept weapon and you're a trials player, now now you got something of, of advantage over somebody else. And then in everybody's trials. gonna get the adept weapon at some point. And then you want to get the adept mod to give yourself that extra advantage when you're going competitive in trials, right? But then right. if you just get into regular PvP, I, I just feel like it's going to, everyone, between the stasis, freezing everybody, and then using your adept weapon with the adept mod on top of your thing while you're freezing somebody, I just feel it's going to get really, really bad, bad stuff. But I guess there's no cheaters anymore, right? I guess there's no cheaters anymore or less <laughs> cheaters, right? For example, uh, that gave a, uh, was called a depth range, almost applying it can be used as the adept gun anywhere, not specifically for trials. See, mm -hmm. I think that's just, I'm okay with the adept weapons. Like, I love my adept weapon. I forget what the, the, the adept weapon I had off the top of my head. It was an auto rifle? It was an auto rifle. And I, had a, I also had a scout rifle as well. And I loved using them. But I just feel the way the, way the game is right now, this this just seems like a bad idea, but I get it. I get it. What do you think about it, Sarge? Sorry. No, no. Uh, listen, <clears throat> there, there's so many different kinds of conversations you have to have with this game. The PvP section of the game has to be there. You have to have top end people wanting to go top end prizes. Right, and I, and I like that. that I like so, that to show that they're the best of the PvP. Completely okay. But at the same time, and, and, I, and I laugh at this because it, it's funny to me, but the percentage of people that play Trials is pretty small in the, in the Destiny community. And the ones that go hardcore to get the best prizes in Trials are even smaller. So what you have is an elite group of people with the best weapon. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, congratulations. You've got the best of the best. You are the best. Cue the Karate Kid music, okay? And now, and now you're gonna just wander into the Crucible on a Friday, you know, and you're gonna just run amok amongst the kindergartners, right? <laughs> you know, like right, like that's like that's what I'm. In, that's why I'm like I laugh, and at the same time, I'm like ah, I get it. Like you want to have that power thing, I got it. You got to have prizes for everybody in, on each of the levels. I get that, but I'm I'm curious to know with that and stasis right which everyone's still up in the air on like that looks amazing yeah yeah, yeah it looks it amazing looks, until you get frozen it, it by looks, it and you're, and you're it looks stuck amazing there until you're in pvp and you're right. frozen like i don't know how that's going to work right like people were having a field day with vex mythoclast and the gallowhorn right now let's picture those weapons with mods on them to make them better and we can freeze people right that's what like, i'm saying that's what so I'm saying. It's like I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I, I get a little giddy because I know it's going to be hilarious to watch. Like I'm going to definitely record some from some of the Twitch channels watching these people play because I know 
the fun is going to ensue. I know this. I this goes back to my my original problem with Destiny that they refuse to separate PVP. And I'm not even saying, look, if you want to keep your PVP connected to PVE, cool. I always said this for years now, just separate the perks, right? So if you have that mod, okay, it only works in PVP and it doesn't work in PVE. And then if you have to tune it, you can tune it. But now you're now you're putting one more step in, right? Now you're putting a, a mod in that if you play it in trials, it helps you out there with the best of the best. And then if you just want to take a Saturday afternoon and go up against the other 14 million people that just got Game Pass, right, on Xbox, <laughs> okay, to try out PvP, that you're going to crawl into PvP area and then you're just going to mow the grass with them, right? You're just going to mow them down with, with the perks what? and stuff that you have on it. And I feel like that's just one extra step that you're like, why? Why are you doing this in regular PvP now? Now you're putting an advantage that only the top of the top people can get in trials, and they're gonna bring it into reg in into the regular, you know, peons of of PvP. I, I don't know. I just feel like this is that step. I feel like this is that step, just one closer of, of a disaster for PvP. Okay, but but at the same time, the the original the original flow of Destiny, the original flow was adventure story, hunt for guns get the weapons they're badass and now use the badass weapons in pvp that is that is the flow chart that's the whole game from beginning to end from since we started you're doing a story game you're looking for badass weapons and you're bringing those into pvp and the way the game was structured is eventually everybody will get the guns that are in the world and so everyone will have the same guns in pvp so then what ended up happening over the for over the last couple of years is the the hardcore players want something for them. They want and I, we're bored. And they're I bored. And I get right? that, right? And I completely understand. So they made trials for these people to have the best of the best, fight it out to see who's champion. I get that. Great. Right. But it disrupts that flow chart now because not everyone is gonna get those guns. And we had this crybaby line. I would love to see a percentage before, of people that get it. Right. Right. We had this crybaby thing before, whereas well. I, I don't play I don't play trial, so I'll never be able to get that weapon. So I'll never be on the same level as this guy. Right? That's the that's the excuse. Now, this conversation is gonna repeat. You cry about it. I say get good. You say you don't have to play all the content. The other guy says, Well, I can't compete in Crucible. It's not fun. I won't play Crucible. And then the population level drip dips down for people who like can you imagine? I, I want to see like a like a, a whole Marathon of just rage quit phases, like cameras on people losing in losing in crucible to some crazy weapon. Right now, of course, it's it's not going to be crazy like Vex missile class or or Galahorn kind of crazy, okay? Or you know, mountaintop crazy. It's going to be like if it's a if it's a ten percent difference now it's a fifteen percent difference. But in those games with the people at that high level, they know how to use those points. Don't, they know how to use those weapons. Don't don't they want to do crossplay with this game as well? Haven't they mentioned that they want to do crossplay? They've talked about it in the past, right? They want to do crossplay with Destiny down the road, like late, like late 2021 or something in 2021. Yeah, down the road. I, I think I think I answered it for it already, Wolverine. I, I apologize. I didn't catch the question as I was I was ranting. I apologize, but I think that's that's the reason. The reason is the game's construction from the beginning 
is from one way to the other. I find the gun, I'm bringing it to PvP because I found it. Like, that's <laughs> why it's there. That's why these these weapons and things are in the game to find because uh, you want to use them in PvP. What? It's a it's like a, a bragging right. Uh, is that Wolverine's question? What's your what's your biggest assumption as why you think they don't separate the functionality of perks from PvE to PvP? I'll tell you why. And, and this is not a shot at them or anything like that. I think it's the... I'm not calling them lazy, okay? That's not what I'm calling them. I think this is the easiest way for them to make it look like that you have this wide open game of where you think you have choice of what you want to do, but you really don't because the meta is the meta and they make the meta every time, okay? And this will bring it into my next part of... I have no problem because I had talked about this last week. I run the Gnawing Hunger, I run the Witherhorn, and I run the Guillotine, okay? They're nerfing the Guillotine, okay? Which I totally understand, okay? The reason you wanted the Guillotine is because it was the best weapon for the season to get in the season to run that thing. And this will answer your question, right? So they give us perks and they give us certain weapons in the thing to go for. To be like, these are cool weapons to go for. These are the new weapons that you need to do, okay? And these are the roles you need to go for. And then you get that role, and then you don't need to use any weapon other than that set of weapon. And they went, well, how do we fix that? Well, we could just nerf it and then give them a new weapon to go after. Instead of naturally progressing through the game and going, oh, there's new content and there's new stuff, they literally say we're nerfing this to the ground leave it alone don't touch i have a puppy outside right now i do the exact same thing to him leave it leave it right that's that's what they're doing to us right now as far as with the weapons right right you have a weapon that you want to use and they don't want you to use it so they nerf it into the ground they smack you up on the head or the nose and they're like hey yeah leave that we got this cool new thing here's the picture of it here's what it looks like go for it okay <clears throat> that 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 is what they're doing to the player base you feel like you have this open thing oh look at all these new weapons they're giving us oh look at all these new armor mods and stuff that we're getting but then when you look at everyone they've abandoned what everyone looks different and everyone's your 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 guardian is legendary and all this stuff now it's the meta this season is three weapons three perks this is what you want. This is what you do. And when you once you get that, grind for two weeks and then be bored out of your mind for, for the next 10. Okay? Rinse and repeat. Recycle. Oh, and by the way, just so you don't get upset, here's 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 Europa. Here's a brand new uh, pretty trailer, pretty new area for you to go in, new thing to do. It, let me choose what weapons and stuff I want to do to feel to be powerful or not instead of you need this one. Nope. Put that down. You need this one, right? And that's what I don't like about the, the way the systems works. I, I think before the mods came out, I think there was a meta that was constructed by them. And I think we didn't notice it at the time, but we notice it now because we're looking backwards. Like a gun was put into play that was the best gun to get. And that was the reason why to run the content. See, the, 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 the issue that the developers have is they construct something in order to push people and populations into the areas of the game that they need because they need populations in those areas, right? So if I'm going to find a gun and that's a badass gun, I'm going to bring it to PvP to use against other people, and that keeps the 
PVP lobbies full because people are finding weapons to bring them over. What's happening now is with the mods, it almost feels like I, I instead of the mod being something that I want to construct myself, like besides besides the three affinities of solar, uh, arc, and void, besides that, I'm a titan. What if, and I've talked about this way in the past, with the mod system now and the point system now, why can't I just construct a heavy titan? Like he's slower, but all he carries is like grenade launchers you and rocket launchers. Because PvP is attached to the game. That's why. I, I, but but this is what I'm saying. Like if I'm if I want to make a heavy character, he's slower, but he's AoE crazy. Like I'm gonna clear rooms. Like that's my job. My job is to clear ads. I choose this <laughs> this archetype of my Titan. Like I should I think I should be able to do that. Just like a hunter should be like super ninja man if I spec him out right, that he's really quick. But he does a little bit light damage, but he has really big burst damage ability, like that kind of stuff. Like I believe that these things are in the game already. It, We're just not allowed to access them because it's all kind of muddled. So if they if they ever choose to separate just the perks, if they just separate the perks from PvE to PvP, this game would get so much better. Because then you could be so much more powerful. Right? Someone said today, right, and when we were playing Marvels, in Reddit, someone's complaining that they need to nerf Thor because Thor is too powerful. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's a PvE game. No person should ever say you got to nerf a PvE character. It's a PvE versus environment. You're a player versus environment. There's no PvP in this in, in Marvels, right? And someone's like, you have to nerf Thor. This is the problem with society and people that are gaming mm. now because when something mm. is like oh this guy is just too powerful he's destroying all who's complaining are the vex complaining that we're killing him too fast is the cabals like there's too many headshots happening like i don't understand if they just separate it you could be the most powerful person and they could just keep pushing the envelope on pve and make you feel like an awesome per you took out a god you took out a god, a worm god, okay? You've taken out these other giant creatures, and the, but yet, no, you got to put that down because that's too powerful. We're going to nerf that into the ground because it's doing too much damage, right? And because it's linked together with PvE. If you just separate the two, where, yeah, you want to get guns in PvP that you can use in PvE, cool. Separate the perks, all right? If you get a gun in PvE and you want to bring it over to PvE, PvP, just separate the perks. It's got different perks in the gun that it does in PvE than it does in PvP. That's what you have to do. Instead, we're like held here and they're like, yeah, go free. You can do anything you want, but hey, just let you know, you have to get this mod and you have to get that weapon because that's the best, right? Go find it, okay? Look what, what Bungie what? tried to do in Destiny 2 when it first launched. A gun is a gun. This is, the, this is what they thought was best for the community. A gun is a gun. So when you get a gun, it has the same perks and same things across the board. Destroyed it. Destroyed it. Right? Who came destroyed up with that it. idea? Noseworthy. I know it was you. Okay? That came across the board. And it was the stupidest move they've ever done. They're almost still doing that now. But it's it's like, it's magical. Because they're like, oh yeah, we have five perks on this gun that are, are good. But really only one perk on that gun is the gun that you're going for. So a gun's a gun. Right? You might have your preference of if you want to shoot faster reload faster aim down the sights faster whatever but you know there's a meta in the game which is when the gun drops back in d2 a gun's a gun and it has those that perks was, that, that, 
that, that was horrible. Though. Right now, it's just right. now it's just hidden. A gun's a gun and stores the perks, and there's a there's a a perk meta that you want, and that's what everyone goes for. It's the same thing. But but, but I agree I agree with a perk meta. But my the issue I have is I'm not sure if it's a forced choice or not. But to go into a certain area of content in the game, it should probably make you think for a moment of wanting to switch up what you have. Like I want to switch up and have like more mobility or more something for this for this planet because these are the guys I fight there or these are the things that are going to happen there. So I'm better off if I'm this way. What happens now is the variables on the armor and the numbers seem to mean something, but only two stats ever really matter. And it's not really everything else is not really impactful. So it's an illusion of choice of your right. armor. Right. But it doesn't give you it doesn't give you the feeling of I've built my character for a specific purpose. Right. I just find a good build and I'm running this build and this is what I'm running. And, this, and that's like, what you stick I with. I don't I don't I don't have to change. There's it. no rock, paper, scissor activity. It's like you have that meta, then it just becomes my skill versus yours in PvP. Right? Right. And then you just have to get better with the with, with the stuff. All right. So anyway, they're 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 nerfing uh, the guillotine. They're changing up hand cannons. Um, the hand cannons are um, are changing up a little bit. They increase the um, uh, ROF from one ten to one twenty on aggressives. The adaptive and precision range stat now has more uh, impact and minimum damage fall off range in both archetypes. Uh, precision hand cannons uh, one eighty ROF magazine scaled up by thirty seven percent. Note. This also affects exotics with the rate of fire. Lightweight folded into adaptive. Uh, uh, adaptive. Uh, moved lightweight hand cannons uh, 150 RF to adaptive subfamily of 140. This includes the Luna Howl and Non Forgotten, and also the exotic hand cannon will retain 150. Uh, we're going to leave it in uh, it to uh, speculation. It's beautiful. Uh, it does solar damage. It makes enemies. Uh, it's it's the sunshot, right? Like sunshot's the only exotic that'll it'll it'll stay where it is. At the time of lightweight 150 R R ROFs, the hand cannon represents the majority of hand cannons usage in the Crucible. While we experimented with many different ways uh, to even out the lightweights of 150 and adepts, uh, lightweight hand cannons constantly retained a faster time to kill. As such, we opted to equalize the ROF. Uh, we selected 140 ROF uh, as a fa fairly balanced or Crucible sandbox. It gives other weapon archetypes more time to breathe between shots, avoids overabundance of hand cannons with the faster TTK and other weapons and pairs nicely with the upcoming changes to 600 ROF. Now see, but, and, and this is my biggest problem, right? And we, we just discussed it and it's just like a broken record, but they're changing these things that change the PVE and they're changing them. The reason they're changing them is because of PVP. You see what I'm saying? They're changing all the hand cannons and stuff. So it's a better balance in the PVP with the weapons. And that is, is my problem with the gear in this game you're you're changing how powerful i could be or how cool i want to feel in pve but now i have to use guns and stuff that are inferior or slower or don't feel as good like we do this all the time they they buff they they've, they've taken sniper rifles we want sniper rifles to feel more powerful there's the key word feel more powerful not be more powerful, feel more powerful without being too e so easy to use and dominate, okay? So it's the illusion of making the sniper rifles feel more powerful, not be more powerful. You, do you see what I'm saying? This is this is my biggest problem with, with, with this. 
I've used a lot of sniper rifles. I don't like them as much because I don't play a lot of PvP, but I get the I get the purpose of them to control lanes. But what I notice on a lot of a lot of the sniper rifles is on the higher on the higher scopes, even the mid-range to higher scopes, there isn't a lot of movement. When you zoom in, it's almost like a dead stick. Like there's no sway at all. Like a like a you're trying to aim or keep the gun steady. It's basically as you zoom in, you're already firing because you've got the You've got the lane set. You know, you know where you want to go, and you just pop it off, and you're good. There's no deviation. It's like you don't see the gun go like this at all. Right. Like you zoom in, and the gun maybe maybe does this. Like, and that happens for a, a lot of snipers. Right. A lot. So, I get it. I get it. But that controls lanes, and hand cannons are good impact, which means less shots needed to kill someone in the mid range, in the mid to close ranges. Right. So. I get what they're trying to do, but at the same time, it almost feels like you have like this little pattern of weapons around you that are the ones that we're just using. And then once the community finds out what really works and they start hammering it home, that those guns now get thrown into the bin that we're going to have to nerf them or buff them. Right. And then we just go, we just go around the circle again. Okay, well, now it's time for hand cannons. Then it's going to be time right. for auto oh, right. And we just go around the circle again. It's like... You you made an archetype. Let the gun speak for itself. If it's a high rat, if it's a rapid fire auto rifle, if it's a high rapid fire auto rifle, it needs more control to be better. Like so, I'm looking for a better control role as opposed to a better accuracy role because I can't hold it still. Like those numbers should jive with each other in the game. They kind of don't. It's like a, a random numbers thrown up on there, the random stats, and it's kind of where it is. And then you have to hope for the perks to show up that actually manipulate what you need for that gun. Like right. that's what we're that's what we're doing right. now. It's, it's, As opposed to every gun should be every gun should be viable, right? Every gun should be viable. Just you have to find the right perks for that gun. So auto rifles this season of the worthy adaptive archetype 600 ROF have been given a buff. We're pulling back a little to keep it in check with auto rifle archetypes. Adaptive damage per bullet reduces from 15.75 to 14.25. Note Prior to seasons of the worthy damage per bullet was thirteen point seven five, right? They're just they're they're showing you that this is what it was, this is what it is, and we're just lowering it just a little bit. But it's still better than what it was, right? Sure. So they 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 overcompensated, and now they're they're tuning it back a little bit, right? But this is the, another problem that I have because it takes them so long to fix things, right? Scout rifles. Hey, remember scout rifles, guys? Remember scout rifles? Scout rifles have a reasonable time to kill and can't be adjusted too much without making it dominant in the battlefield. So we're making them uh, a little easier to use, increase how much each point of the auto-aim uh, stat widens and the uh, auto-aim cone. Uh, at maximum, the auto-aim cone is now at 15% wider, right? So they're, they nerfed them to the ground. They No one used scout rifles. They started bringing them back, and now they're trying to bring them back again. But again, because it's attached to PvP, they can't make them too powerful because, you know, the Vex are complaining. They're on Reddit complaining. Well, because well, because a, a really good scout rifle basically is a, a sniper rapid rifle. Fire, sniper, sniper rifle. Rapid, yeah. rapid fire sniper rifle. Right. I think what happened is when they nerfed it, didn't they didn't they nerf the damage distance? And so like you couldn't stand back and use the gun for what it was, a rifle. Like right. if you were if you were at long range with a rifle, your your damage drop off was so severe that it wasn't worth having the gun because if I closed the distance, they had a better gun for that range. Like, let the gun be the gun. If I want to be the kid in the back who's controlling a lane with a scout rifle, 
then that's the dude. Right. Mid range. Now I got to figure. Now right. I got to figure out how to kill that guy. Someone better pull out a sniper rifle. We got to go for that guy. Like right. let the game. Let the game be the game. I don't understand the severity of the of the nerf and the buffs of these weapons. Like let the gun be the gun. It's a rifle, right? Am I supposed to be in mid range? Or close range with a fucking scout rifle? <laughs> right, no. Right. Each gun no. has a has a thing, but they've lost the identity with a lot of stuff. Uh, so there's other changes. I'm not going to go through them all. Uh, you can you guys can look at the uh, the twab, but those are those are the, some of the bullet points I, I I wanted to go over. I'm just I can't get past it. I'm literally just in love with the game for the story and for the pretty trailers that they come out with, so I can start playing. But when I start thinking about the gear, that's why I don't care. I'm like, all right, what's the meta? Great, I'll go for that. Good night. I'll see you next season. Right, like that's what I do. I get the gun. I'm like, oh, I got the gun. Did I get the Did I get the the God roll? Nah, it's good enough. Doesn't matter. I'll just I'll just do what I need to do because I don't need the meta to go into the, the crucible. I don't play it. I don't play that part. Right. I just play the PVE because I'm tired. I used to love PVP, but then with all the changes and the nerves and the buffs and they're forcing me to use certain things, I said, you know what? I'll go play another PVP game that's actually more entertaining to me than that right so it, it did it did feel i i know that some people will disagree with me that's fine but it, it did feel in the earlier years of destiny the pvp felt more i guess fun liquid liquid because if you the the first few moments of the game you identified what everybody was using like if you saw guys trying to rush you because they had hand cannons and shotguns and you guys had long range weapons like scout rifles and so you had to make choices like okay so these guys are going to push we've got we got to establish lanes in the back and kind of control the board a little bit more like that i don't feel that way anymore it's more of a just run amok type of thing it's not a identify the players and then counter with the weapons right it doesn't feel that way anymore yeah all right so that is that now i want to go over the cheating okay so Bungie, Bungie went after the uh, the cheaters. So there's a let me let me bring this up here. And is this? Uh, <clears throat> it says. Let me make this a little bit bigger. Okay, it says uh, this product is no longer uh, in service. Okay, the claim has been made by Bungie Inc. Suggesting that the product violates the game's license agreement. Furthermore, a demand has been made that we cease and desist which means lawyers uh, cease and desist from selling this product. We won't comment on whether these claims are justified or not, but we decide on, co on complying with this demand regardless. Are we sorry for the inconvenience caused for our customers? So they, they knocked down uh, one of, the, if not the largest uh, hacker site that there, that there is. Um, and you could thank the people that, that did interviews to tell people how they cheated, because that's why I got in the forefront of the light. And then Bungie was like, Oh, it's, that's the program. Okay, well let's let's go after them. So their 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 anti cheat system was a uh, a six year old kid that couldn't keep his mouth shut and went for an interview for a podcast, <clears throat> and then they went after the company that he paid twenty five. Wait, was it twenty five dollars or something something like that a day or a week or whatever the hell it was? So it went after that. Went after other ones as well. So there's other sites that closed down. Cheating is is out of control in in destiny right and i can just see this dying down just a little bit okay it's it's squashed at the moment okay beyond light will be out for like six months and then all of a sudden people start noticing cheaters again because 
great. You have a cease and desist with this company. What's to stop this company from starting another company that makes a website that starts selling the exact same software or a little different software now that they know what the anti-cheat stuff is inside the game and then make the cheat program at, you know a better around that, right? Do you, you see what I'm saying? This is just a this is just a speed bump in a way because criminals will always find a way. I'm not saying you're if you're a criminal because you cheat. What I'm saying is criminals will always find a way. If you put a new safe, they'll figure out how to break the new safe and then they make a new safe and so on and so forth and firewalls or whatever else. Someone's always going to figure out a way. So this is just a speed bump in a way of this policy of this of these companies that will make another cheat site that will just make another one down the road. Okay. Now I want to bring up crossplay when crossplay comes in, right? Because think about this. If they can make a crossplay and then people are cheating and then there's 15 million people playing potentially and more, let's just say 3.5 billion people could play Destiny, right? Once Game Pass launches on all the things. Right, you you think there's a lot of blueberries now that don't know how to do the the public event? Just wait, 15 million on Xbox and 3.5 billion worldwide don't know how to do the the Taken public event. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun time to teach everybody. Um, what do you think about this cheat? What do you, what do you think about them taking this down? Is this a win for for Bungie <laughs> and for the for the Destiny community, or is this just a uh, a false a false uh, falsehood? Well. I used to play a lot of uh, Battlefield games back on PC when they used to first come out, and there were a lot of cheaters back then on PC, even then. But there was always a software that you had to install onto the game, and if people were cheating, they'd just get automatically booted. Right. The game wouldn't, the game wouldn't end. But I don't know currently the way the programming is and the way the coding is on how the, 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 code, for the, the code that they're using to cheat in the game, that the game doesn't recognize it's being run. Like, that's the part that I don't understand. The code has to be something so good that it's telling the game what's running right now is supposed to be running. Don't worry about it. And the game doesn't notice it. Like, that's the part that that, that bothers you, that they don't have something in-game that says if the game's not running by these parameters, there's something wrong, right? Now, if, if they're able to identify people who are actually playing and cheating, then I think the only way to... I guess slow it down, not stop it completely, but you'll slow never it down. stop it completely. But yeah, you'll never stop it. But like you have to hand out like month bans or two month bans. Right, you got to so, you got to put like a cop they, on the side they, of the road they, with they, a speed gun, right? To like slow down just, the cars, like just, right? Like they just drop off for a while. Like you 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 ban a bunch of people, you won't see them for a couple months, and they'll make another account. They come back in, then you ban them again for a couple months. That way, the least serious. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll get bored of making accounts all the time, trying to get into a game to play it, and then get bounced again. Like that's the only way I see it working. Otherwise, I don't see. I, everyone thinks that there's gonna, there's a program you can run that stops it all. It there isn't. Right. That's, there's always that's gonna be the scary part. And, and what makes it worse is when you want crossplay, and I know it sounds good, but if all the hardware is not the same, if you have different hardware and running frame at different rates things, and different things, frame right? Frame rates and hard drives. Like even if you're running the best computer or the best hardware that you're running, and you're in a lobby with other people that don't have what you have. You're still going to be waiting. There's still going to be lag. There's still going to be a load time issue. Like things just happen. It sounds good. When everything starts getting closer and closer together, when the hardware is all the same, which is probably another eight years where everything's the same, right? Then you can do cross play all day. It won't matter. Right. Well, right? then it'll come down but, to internet speed and stuff like that. Right. But uh, what's going on now, it's, 
I don't remember. I don't remember there being this much cheating talk going on when the PC wasn't out. Well, let's put it that way. Well, also, well, no, there wasn't. There was cheating, but it wasn't as rampant as it was when they, when they got before they got on PC. But also, the cheating's more rampant now because people are bored of the game right now. They they don't know what to do, right? When there's a, a lull in content, people get bored and they start doing stuff, right? You put a kid in a room or a dog in a in a room with nothing. The kid, the kid or the dog is going to start looking at anything and everything to start messing with because they're bored, right? You have to keep them entertained. And if you're not keeping them entertained, they're going to be they're going to be writing on the walls and pull down the curtains and doing whatever else. And when you ask them why they do it, it's the exact same answer that the cheaters give you. I don't know. It's just bored, right? That's it. That's it. When the content is dull and there's no content there, kids are just going to be like, well, I did everything I got. I got all the weapons. I got all the stuff. There's nothing really to do. I was kind of bored. I just wanted to have fun, right? That's what they did. And they, they like it because on the other side, they're picturing someone else slamming a controller down because they're owning them, right? And that's the joy they get out of it because that's the game to them now because they think the game itself is not entertaining enough, right? So that that's the problem. And I don't think they'll ever, I don't think it'll ever be done, right? It, like I said, it'll just like, and this is, this is the going into the next story that I want to talk about, okay? It's almost like, Twitch giving out bans and then they don't give out bans and then they come back and give out bans and everyone forgets that the first bans went out six months prior, right? The cheaters of this are going to be gone for a bit. Something up will pop up and then it'll just all happen again. And then we'll have podcasts and videos and things again. It's all going to happen again. Goldfish brain, rinse and repeat all the time. Okay. So, you better believe people are trying to find cheats so they can get those weapons, the adept weapons and the mods, right? Because now there's actually something to go for in those things. And then they'll take those weapons and then put the cheat codes in and then they'll wreck people's faces. Even You better believe even more someone right now is trying to make up a code so they can make a cheat thing going on, right? I want to talk about the DMCA uh, strikes that are that are happening right now. For some reason, this is always a thing but that Twitch streamers and YouTubers are like shocked about. It just it boggles my always. mind that they always, think shocked. that they think they're owed because I paid sixty dollars for a video game that I own everything in the video game for rights, right? So like Michael Jackson's Beat It is in a game, okay? And because I bought sixty dollars, I own Michael Jackson's Beat It. No, they paid the company paid to get the licensing for that thing on their game, okay? The company at any time, just wait till the DMCs start coming from video game companies going, we don't like you playing our game because you're rude or you're an asshole. Or there's like, we don't want you playing our game because they can do that 100% of their rights to be like, we don't want you playing our game because you curse on stream and we don't want our game known with cursing, right? They can literally do that because they own the rights to that. Everyone on Twitch, everyone on YouTube that's streaming a video game right now should say thank you to whatever game you're streaming and the company doesn't pull you down because at any moment it, beho it, it, it behooves them to let you do it because it's free advertisement, right? Why would they do it? But if you step out of line and they don't like you, they can just say, hey, sorry, you can't play our game anymore. You're banned. Well, you have to give me a reason. Nope. No, I don't. And Twitch is the exact same way. Now, the way Twitch went about it is a little weird because they can strike certain videos and take certain videos down Without your permission, they can take your, your content down, okay? But then other ones, they send you an email, and they say, 
you have to go through all your stuff and find out which ones are are breaking the terms of service of of music copyright claims okay they can tell what's on certain videos but not the rest no the reason they do this is they send out an email to scare the living daylights out of this person and then they just go out and just delete all their vods and all their videos because they don't know what's what's what even though if they just put a program there that said, hey, this one has music on there that it's copyright, then they would know what to delete. But Twitch did one better for us. They said, hey, we put it in there so you could delete all the VODs at once. You don't have to sit there and delete them one by one. Thanks, Twitch. I appreciate you for, for, for doing that, right? They're sending stuff out saying, you should read the terms of service. You should get to know what copyright laws are. Uh, get to know it because on Friday, tomorrow, DMC claims are happening again, right? So if you didn't know what copyright claims were and copyright laws were, they sent you an email. You should read up on that. That's what they sent to everyone, like an asshole, right? But at any time, they could take any music that you're playing, okay? And here's a conspiracy of it. Well, Amazon has their own streaming service that they've had for a while. I guarantee you not many people are using it. They didn't use it six months ago when they did the, the, the uh, DMCA claims. And now, what are they doing now? They're like, hey, we need people to use that service. So let's send out some emails to scare people and then provide them this service because they talk about it in the actual email. They send people, hey, we have a service for you to use for music. Okay. Seems a little suspect. Seems a little suspect, right? But as a streamer, if you're a streamer in, in chat right now, and there's a, there's a few of you, I guess, right? There's 28 people here. Okay. If anyone's a streamer, just know at any time, they could take down your videos for the actual game you're playing or the music that's on the game or the music that you're playing in the background, right? Because you own nothing. You own nothing. You pay $10 to listen to the music in your home. Now, if you're listening in your home, great. If you're playing the video game in your home, great. But if you're televising it live on the internet for thousands of people to hear, that is against terms of service, right? So... That's basically it. What do you think about the DMCA claims, Sarge, about them them doing this? Well, Twitch, I don't like what Twitch has been doing over the last couple of years anyway. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes over there, but I don't think there's anyone steering the ship. I think it's like this giant switch that they keep flicking on and off, and I think they're getting ready to do something. Somebody else is either controlling what's going on, they're going to be bought out by somebody, and they're going to be running something different, but something's going on in Twitch. Okay, now you're correct. There's nothing you can do about that kind of thing because it is law. Everybody takes for granted the fact that you used to hold up the radio and record songs off the radio so you can have them for yourself, right? Right. I did that when I was a kid. Then you buy the CD. Then we used to take the CDs and burn them to the iPad. Illegal. Or, 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 it's illegal. Or to the, right. And we burned them. We burned, we, we did a snap, a Napster, and we, we burned the songs onto our own USBs. And it came around like headphones, right? Illegal. All that's illegal, yep. right? So now... It's only illegal if you get total, caught, though. It's only illegal if you right, get caught. Right, right, that's correct. Now that they're actually cracking down... Now, I don't know why you wanted to crack down on this many people for that reason, but I do think that providing a service to sell music to streamers after giving everyone DMCs is right up a corporation's alley. So I wouldn't put it past them that that's an actual thing that's happening. Now, whether or not that's a conspiracy theory or not, that's just a good business model, right? 
Are you tired of having? Are you tired of getting DMCA? Are you tired of getting us? Right. Are you tired of us striking you down? Well, here's the service. Here's here's the solution for us to stop striking you down. Here's how you solve that problem. It you. It's what I, it is. I pay I pay for a service with Streamlabs OBS, right? I have Pretzels, which is a streaming service that all the music on there is okayed by copyright, right? So I don't get DMCA, right? I'm paying money and it's provided in a service. That's what you have to do. You can't sit there and start jamming on whoever you're listening to in your back of your house or put it on your computer and let everyone else listen and go, yeah, I'm just jamming in my own house. No, you're not. You're playing music that's not not okayed, right? So, of course, you're going to get DMCA'd. And I get it. A lot of these kids that are streamers are that. Kids. They don't know. They, they don't, don't know. know any better, right? So, so it's going to happen I, I, again. I, my, other, my, other, my other thought about this is them deleting all the videos with has music in it. I think it's just Twitch trying to free up their service free up space. Free up service space? You know what I mean? People have got hundreds and hundreds of videos just hanging out on on servers, right? And so, what's the best way to get rid of a bunch of stuff all at once? It's not a bad. Start, that's not a bad theory, there, Sarge. You know what I mean? Like they have how, servers how much, and server spaces. Servers, like, yeah, they're like, we need some more servers. servers. Do you have? Yeah. How many servers do you have? You, you have you have millions of people with hundreds of videos. Right. I mean, what are we talking about? At, at hundreds of gigs, right? right? Some of these some of these streamers have 4K streams at 16 hours. Right. And and they're backlogged. They're backlogged. Right. Like, think about the, how much how much terabytes that is in, in storage. And they're like, yeah, um, such and such. Uh, send them an email. Tell them that they're uh, they have music on, they're, on, right, their, on, their, on their just somewhere, somewhere, somewhere on, on their th videos. Music, right. have, have them delete their own shit. All right. So they deleted all their VODs. How much space did that free up that that freed up four billion terabytes. Great. <laughs> Great. Four billion terabytes free. All right. Send them all out. Sorry, send, send, them, out. send, send, send out them out to the, the next person. Right. Send the email out to everybody. Yeah, it's that's that's not a good. That's not that's not a bad theory there, Sarge. I like that. I like that one. No, but but I like I like my theory in with your theory, because they they want to empty out the space, then sell them. Right, right. You gotta you gotta sell it out, right, and then sell them the service, empty it out, and then sell the solution. All right. The next story I want to talk about is. Marvel Avengers and Anthem Comparison Explained, right? This article comes from Game Rant. It says it's easy to see, to, to see the similarities between Marvel Avengers and Anthem, uh, Bioware's flaws, looter shooter, and comparison. Okay, one of the first comparisons they have is the invisible loot problem. And what this means is, like, nothing changes on the actual character when you get the loot, okay? Marvel Avengers has a frequent been compared to 2019's Anthem, both, uh, both before and after its release. One of the problems of the idea is invisible loot. For a lot of players, being able to show off a higher tier equipment is half the point in multiplayer looter shooters. Both Marvel Avengers and Anthem remove the aspect of the game completely, keeping all the stats boosting loot invisible and uh, relegating cosmetic items entirely separate item category. Compared to this, the system in Destiny 2, Bungie's massively popular looter shooter, and there's quite a difference. In Destiny, all the loot has an effect on how the characters looks and unless the players specifically choose to hide it. This means that the players who've worked so uh, to earn the top tier gear get a chance to show it off without having to explain to everyone what the character is carrying. Okay, so that's the first thing. Okay, which I see, but at the same time, in Anthem, I think it's worse than what it's doing in Marvel because Marvel is characters. I personally don't want to see. 
Iron Man with a giant Gatlin gun on him if I pick up something because that's not what Iron Man is, right? Like Iron Man that's, is that's War Machine, right? I understand that, but what I'm saying is Iron Man is Iron Man, and I think the fact of this game is it's the fantasy of being Iron Man, right? The fantasy is not building Iron Man; it's literally being Iron Man. You are Tony Stark. You are Bruce Banner. You are Captain America. And I feel like that's what certain people don't understand, that these are comic book characters that you are controlling now. You get to be this character for this moment, where in Anthem, you're just a random dude in a javelin. And I think it, I think I think Anthem needed maybe gear to change to keep it more interesting where I don't think Marvel does. I don't think I need to wear a certain suit to make it look cooler because I want to, I just want to be, I just want to be Iron Man. Right. I just want to be black Panther. I think, I think also the, the severity of the issue is more on a third person view than a first person view. Like I know people in destiny brag about how they want to look, but unless you're carrying a sword or looking at your gear screen, you don't see your dude. You don't see what right. you're wearing. Okay. Now in Anthem, you do. So I can <clears> see why they they buy it, they they find all the cool gear, they put it on, and their guy never changes. So that to them it never looks like they found anything. That I understand. The one for Marvel, I agree with you to the point where it's the, the hero is the hero. Okay. What are you gonna put on Hulk? Right. To make Hulk look different. It's Hulk. Okay. Hulk is Hulk. Now the costume things that you purchase with in-game currency or or money that you want to purchase with is something for them to capitalize on and make your guy look different. I completely understand that too. But once again, you are looking at your guy the entire time. Right. The whole time. You're not looking at your guy in Destiny, right? I felt the same way in Borderlands. I'm like, that's a really cool outfit, but I don't get to see it. So what's the point of me getting it? Like, I, I, I walk up next to you on the split screen and go, oh, I look cool. Because I can see, I can see myself in your game, but I can't see me. Right? I don't understand the argument of I don't. I want my gear to change, but I don't see my guy. Like, does it make you feel better? Right. Does it make you feel better that you change clothes but you can't see it? Like, I, I, it's, it's to me, it's a little iffy. Like, if it's a third person game and it's abstract, you got to see the gear. Hundred percent, I'm with you. The gear should change on the guy. New weapons, new armor, extra armor. The guy looks thicker. Whatever. Whatever it is. First person game, toss up, right? Toss up. And a hero game. Right. I, 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 I think it, this I, is. I'm in it for the hero. I'm in it for the hero. Right. I get what you're trying to say, but I think the cosmetic the cosmetic of what the guy looks like in the new costume is the is it I don't need to see armor on top of the costume because I found a piece of armor. All right. So the next thing is the lack of diversity. It says another complaint that the level of Anthem concerned is its end game. Many players felt that once the main campaign was complete and the game quickly became repetitive as a focus moved to grinding the same levels over and over for loot. The same complaint also is directed with Marvel Avengers. At the moment, the end game Marvel Avengers is consistent of endless repeating levels of enemies with very little variation. Bringing an example of Destiny 2 again as a looter shooter, that got a balance right, and we'll see things very, very different. If anything, Destiny 2 has the opposite problem of Anthem and Marvel Avengers. In fact, it's been criticized in the past that it has too much to do in the endgame, and there's many activities, dungeons, raids, sources of loot, and some players are... All right, well, first of all, the person reading the, writing this article has goldfish brain, okay? Because when... You can't compare Destiny to Year 3 
to Anthem Year One and Marvel Year One. Okay, get back to me when Marvel, if it's three years in, where they're at compared to where Destiny Two is Year Three. Okay, like come on, Destiny One. Let's let's compare Destiny One to Anthem and let's compare Destiny One to Marvel Avengers. Okay. Because 83% of the population of Destiny, when it came out, left Destiny because there was nothing to do, okay? Because why? I could just take the exact same thing written right here. Repetitive, repeating levels and enemies with little variations, okay? There's more variation in Marvel Avengers because at least it changes of the people that you're fighting and the bosses and the, and the, uh, the high-value targets and such like that, okay? But this guy's comparing literally a game that's been out for six years at this point where they compared to six weeks. Okay. So I think it's a little unfair for that. Okay. Goldfish there. Uh, what does it mean for Marvel Avengers? It's important to realize that just because Marvel Avengers shares some flaws of Anthem, it doesn't mean that it's doomed in the same faith. Both games were plagued by technical issues at launch, and Crystal Dynamics has been hard at work pushing the patches to correct the flaws. These patches also have addressed other concerns, including buffs and exotic drops, and even new abilities for characters. While Anthem failed to keep up with the ambition of post-launch roadmap, Marvel Avengers seems to be broadly on track for so far. Provide the new content continues to arrive in a, in a timely fashion, adding an endgame and more and more players reach it, the Marvel Avengers stands at a good chance to avoid the same faith as Anthem. Now, here's another discrepancy I have. It's free. All the content that's coming out for this game is free. All the content... Was it free for Anthem? I think it was free for Anthem as well, right? Because they were doing the, the microtransactions. Okay. One, this game was worked on a little longer than Anthem. So I think that's why it's better than Anthem. Because Anthem worked on for, I think it was like 16 months. Okay. But if you're comparing it to Destiny, Destiny, you had expansion after expansion after expansion. You're paying for each of those. If 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 this game is lackluster for you, put it down. There's no loss because you can come back for free. It's free, right? It's like No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky you bought for $60. It was a shill of a game when it first came out. Four years later, there's so much content in No Man's Sky. Now you're bitching that there's too much to do in No Man's Sky. Right. So what do you think about this comparison about the end game and variety? And I, I actually have I actually have quite a bit to say about this one. The 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 issue that the, the people have, if you were if you were to play Avengers and someone told you that this is a single player RPG game that we're going to release content for later on down the road, like we're going to make DLCs. Right. You would play the game, finish the story, and then you would just wait for the DLC. Right. You would just wait. But because you were told it's a game as a service, now the expectation is, well, what's the end game? What am I running? What's the end game? What's the end game game loop? And your brain goes into this tizzy about what is supposed to be in the game right now. Right now, what's supposed to be there? Right. So the value perception shifts, okay? What you think the game should be worth to you shifts. Right now, if we did the, the basic comparison of how we talk about games, if I play a game for 50, 60 hours and I complete the game, it's worth 50, 60 dollars because it's a dollar an hour. You can't In our get eyes, entertainment. Yeah. You can't get entertainment better than that. Right. You can't. Okay. So now maybe you tell in me like, it's a game. Yeah. 
So now it's a games as a service and it's $60. So what they're saying is when I reach the end part of the game, you have given me nothing to do at the end to give myself, keep myself interested in this game until you come out with DLC, right? That's what they're upset about. But otherwise you got your money's worth. And as you said, the DLCs are free. We're going to give you other characters to play with. For so free. you're not bored. Right, for free. Right? All right. So the idea now is play our game. We understand it's not an end game. We're sorry, COVID. We're sorry, whatever reason you right. want to add Insert in Insert excuse, right. Insert excuse here. You bought it anyway because you didn't want to wait because you couldn't wait three weeks, but you waited three years. Right. right. I get it. I get it. Okay. But now all you have to do is put the game down. Put it down. That's all you got to do. Right. That's all you have to do is put the game down. And by the way, guys, I'm pretty sure in the next coming month, there's enough games coming out. Oh, my God. To destroy you. Yeah. To destroy you. <laughs> right. Right. Okay? Most, of you aren't even, most of you are not going to be able to play all the games that are coming out in the next month. Some people are just going to get Cyberpunk not. 2077 and we'll see and them disappear. next year. Right. We'll see them next and year. Disappear. Yeah. Right. So that being said. I really enjoy the fact and how they <laughs> how they got everyone by the balls, right? Everyone is clamoring and falling over each other like, I got to have content. I got to have content. What's going on? Like they're losing their minds, right? As as the statistics data has shown, there's only like 8% of people who actually have bought the game who have a character that's at 150. 5.8%. Right. Okay. Five. Five point eight percent okay, across all. Five point eight percent across all platforms. Only five point eight percent of people have one character right. to. Uh, and to they, sold, so, they sold. They so, sold anywhere, so, somewhere between three and five million copies. That's fine. So right. let's just say for a moment, just for a moment, somewhere around February, they release a raid. Right. They release it. Nobody. Right? They say, only hey, five point eight percent of the people right. could do it. Nobody's ready to right. run it. Right. Right. Nobody's ready to run it. So what you're what you're saying to me is you refuse to get ready and play the game for what it is right now because you were not promised something ahead of time after you paid for the game. Right. I paid for the game. Where's my promise? I didn't get my promise. So now I'm not going to play the game or get ready for what's going right. to come oh, I can't. free to me, free to me right. in a couple months. I can't wait for people to start bitching that when it comes out, they can't do it because they're not high enough. Because right. the 5.8% that actually have one character, I guarantee you, out of the 5.8%, I bet you 3% of the 5% have multiple characters at at 150. Okay. Listen, I, listen, I, I get it, man. You you want to have something to strive for. And so if I don't have a proper endgame loop, I don't want to level up the characters because it's boring. So I have to wait for another piece of content to come out in order for me to want to level the guy to give me motivation to get to the next piece of content. Right. Instead of just get instead of just playing the game because I'm bored. No one said you had to play 24-7. Just put it in and level your good level your dude up. You're gonna have to level your dude up anyway. So are you so if you're not motivated now because you don't have a reason, but when you do have a reason, you will bitch it's gonna take too long right. to level. Right. But you wasted the last three months not leveling. There there's already people complaining about when the new characters come out that they have to level those characters up. That's part of the game, bro. 
if I if I if I start a new character with a different class, I gotta level them up. Right. You gotta that's play the same content. You gotta play the same content again, leveling that, that character that's, up. That's that's yeah. how it works. Yeah. Listen, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that a, a large percentage of the community doesn't understand MMO. Doesn't understand what it is to level a character, grind a character, you know, be into the character understand your character understand how the character plays know the move sets know what he's good at what he's not good at that takes time this is not a full-blown mmo it is no, not no it's an action but it rpg has, but it has but it has mmo tendencies within it yeah it, you have it to grind for yeah. certain things you have to you have to uh farm for materials you have to do these things like you do it in mmo and because they're not used to that they immediately throw their arms in the air and say this is a piece of shit game that game might not be for you. Go play Marvel Alliance, right? The game's already out. I hear it's on. <laughs> uh, it's on sale. It's, a, it's not on I, sale, right? No, it's not on sale. But I hear it's out for. Uh, it's out for Switch. Switch. Yeah, it's out for Switch. Right, but it, it, it makes me it makes me laugh. Like, how do you how do you want to be a gamer, but then not understand all aspects of gaming, and they get mad you're in a category that you know nothing about. And so now you think it's okay to just bitch. Like, it, it, maybe the game's just not for you. We're cool. Like, there is plenty of stuff. There's plenty of stuff to play. Plenty. Right. <laughs> I, I I find it funny when you give someone when you give something something for free. They're like, "Well, this is stupid content anyway." It's like, well then then don't don't play it, right? Like they were lackluster about the the, the riffs that came out. The riffs actually were actually pretty fun, and you can get exotics from it. Right, so they they filled in two things. They gave us new content, and it's end game content because you can actually get exotics in there. Now you can't get exotics unless you're over one thirty. So there's not many people that can get exotics because there's not a lot of people over one thirty, right? So I think there's a lot of content right now. They fixed it where you get two two exotics from the Mega Hive. Okay, you can get an exotic from the 14th floor, and you can get an exotic now from the Rifts. Right, so you can get four exotics a week potentially, a week. Right, that per goes character. A, per character. Oh no, 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 not per character. Per well, yeah, per, actually, yeah, per, you, per character. No, no, per count, per character, you can, but it's not guaranteed. It's only one time for the mega hive, and then you can run the other ones over and over, and there's a chance for it to drop. So yes, you could get more than four exotics, but potentially four exotics per week. So if you went just played Hulk at level one fifty and went through all the end game, you could potentially have four exotics, a full set just playing one time on each of those things. You could potentially have a full set of exotic gear if you're lucky. Right? Well, like, I, I the, the arguments I have with certain people... Right, or more big. Like, you're absolutely like, right. Like, 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 gaming is not life. However, games teach about life, right? Because you work towards a goal. You're enjoying yourself. You might be learning something. You're, you're keeping yourself occupied, but you might be learning something. Maybe I'm learning hand-eye coordination. Maybe I'm learning about something in the game because it teaches history about something. Maybe I learned about the Japanese culture because I played Ghost of Tsushima. Like, whatever, right? But at the same time, if the game is structured to where there's a learning curve, where you have to learn about the game a certain amount of time before you can reach a plateau, learn about the character, and then grow from there. Some people don't want that. They want a mindless game just to keep them busy. No problem. There are thousands of games for you to play that are exactly like that. Different people like different games for different reasons. Okay. 
I met somebody who plays Destiny because they think it looks pretty. That was her reason. That was her reason. She plays Destiny because it looks pretty. That Fantastic. was it. Okay. Now, did I start? Did I start throwing hand grenades? I wanted to. <laughs> I did. I wanted to start throwing hand grenades. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna just listen to this for what it is. And then I thought about it. I'm like, okay, that's exactly the point. I play a game for a certain reason. Now, the hardcore people who like specific games for specific reasons, they have an agenda, right? It's not a bad agenda. They just have one. They want to know what the detail levels of the onion are right. in this game. Is it going to keep me interested based on other games like this one? Right. Right. Is the, is the ability for me to level my character rewarding and challenging? And is the learning curve enough to where I'm, uh, I'm challenged, but not pissed? Okay. There are a lot of variables here, guys. Not everyone plays Dark did Souls, you, man. Did you? Right. It's just the way it is. This is the kind of thing you have to understand. When we're looking at these kind of games, yes, we say the game is broke because it is. I didn't make it up. The game's broke. Doesn't have an end game. Cool. Destiny didn't have an end game. Division didn't have an end game. Right. Anthem didn't have an end game. This actually no does have an end game. game. This actually has right? an end game. Other games didn't have it, but we've all agreed now, even though I didn't agree, but we've all agreed as a community to be like, you know what? We'll give them a year and see what they can do. And if they don't come out with it, then then I'll be mad again, even though I've already given them my money. Right. What the fuck is the difference at that point? You've already given them your money. Right. What are you mad at? It? I'll what show them. I'll show them. I'll put another 200 hours into the game. I'll uh, show right. them. I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. My son actually uh, learned a lesson today. Uh, so he had a uh, he had a spelling test that he studied really hard for. And I said, if you pass your tests you can get something from Minecraft. And he, and he wanted this certain mod that came on, on the pocket edition that was for trains. So he earned the money because he did well on his test. So I bought the train thing for him. And he goes, I don't like it. I go, you don't like what? He's like, I don't like it. It's not what I thought it was going to be. I said, well, that was your money. Woo! That's right? a good learning experience right? for six. Right. And I said, well, that's, that's what you got. He goes, well, what do I do if I don't like it? I said, well, you can either play it and learn to like it or you don't play it at all. I said, but you have to earn more money now to get something that you might like again. He goes, oh, man. And he just, and he just walked away. I was like, boy, that was a that was a hard lesson right there. And and, and that's half the Destiny community. That Right. Six-year-old kids. Right. That, that's half the Destiny community that just got what they wanted. They didn't know what it was. And now they're mad. Right. And they're still mad. Right. Did you see my, did you see my Iron Man build that just shrink everyone? Little shrink ray. Yeah, I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw it today. I saw it today. It's amazing. Laser, laser build. Yeah, the right? laser, laser, build. laser shrinking ray. Honey, I shrunk the kids build. I call it because that's that's everything I did. I just just shrink but everybody. Did you have did you have a negative positive thing on there, or was it just strictly shrinking? No, it's just the the perk. I had a I had a negative positive for more damage, but the the amount that it does for the pim, I have a I have a bonus on there. It does I think it does like 30 percent more damage on all attacks. So it's just like just it's just mowing people down. I love it. That's what I like about the game. You that, can make some weird ass builds. Right. That's that's an uh, that's an AOE build though, right? Oh, I'm sorry, crowd control build. That's, that's a crowd, crowd control, control build. Yeah. 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 All right. So the next uh, the next story I want to talk about is Elder Scrolls Six may be an Xbox exclusive, according to Phil Spencer. Now the reason I bring this up is last week I said Phil Spencer wouldn't make that, and Sarge said I think he would. So. 
I don't know. I, don't, I haven't read this yet. We'll see. But Phil Spencer, according to Phil Spencer, he says in an interview with Kotaku, Spencer has asked by Microsoft uh, acquisition of uh, ZeniMax, if a parent company of Bethesda and the I, I, uh, id Software, as previously reported, the publisher of Elder Scrolls 6, Fallout, Doom, many more high-profile franchises were joining Xbox Studios. Naturally, we all wondered what he meant with the games were highly anticipated Elder Scrolls 6 could be exclusive for Xbox. Uh, quote, he says, it is possible to recoup a $7.5 billion investment if you don't sell Elder Scrolls 6 on PlayStation, Kotaku Steven told her, ask Spencer, who quickly replied, yes. Spencer elaborates after pausing, uh, making sure to point out that the ZeniMax acquisition was not done to make uh, to take games away from other players based like that. Now, see, I think that's how Phil Spencer is thinking. However, Spencer does say that he thinks about where people are going to be playing uh, and the number of devices that they will have and could have xCloud on PC, Game Pass, and on other console bases. I don't have to go ship those games on any other platform other than the platforms that we support in order to kind of make the deal work for us, whatever that means, okay, mm -hmm, unquote. Mm -hmm. So what he's saying is, look, I don't want to, but if I have to ship games across the sea just so they can play it on PlayStation, where all we have to do is hit a button, and it goes out to 3.5 billion devices, then yeah, Elder Scrolls Six is probably going to be an exclusive for, you for Xbox. I'll, I'll say this right away. If you guys don't believe that Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be a Xbox exclusive, or I'm sorry, a Microsoft exclusive, you guys are dreaming. Okay? I, I Listen, <clears throat> I am not, once again, I want to make it very, uh, very well known. I am not an Xbox fanboy. I'm a fanboy of games. Okay? I had a PlayStation at one time. Now I have an Xbox. Maybe I'll go back. Maybe I won't. It just depends on what's going on inside the industry, what games I happen to like, okay? But I'll let you know this. There's there's no way. There's no way that Xbox is not going to take advantage of this, right? No way that Xbox is not going to take advantage and say, hey, everybody, Elder Scrolls Six is going to be on Microsoft only, and I await to taste the tears of all the PlayStation fanboys who talk nothing but shit every <laughs> day in Reddit. Every day in Reddit, they talk shit. I can't wait. I so, can't wait. So do you think it's possible that it's exclusive, but it comes out first on Xbox and then comes out on PlayStation make, at make, a later make time? Make them wait a year? Yeah, make them wait a year? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to miss out on all that money right away. Right. But if I if I recoup all my money beforehand and then I'm like, yeah, all right, let's well, put it on PlayStation. Well, because Game Pass can go to 3.5 billion devices now, right? I can see them saying, like, last week I disagreed with you, right? And this week I can see it. Phil Spencer said, maybe, right? He didn't say, he didn't say it, listen, guaranteed, if, if but it's not, if, if it wasn't for Game no, Pass, if it wasn't if for Game Pass. No, there's no such thing as a maybe. No, I, absolutely. You're absolutely correct. So what I'm saying is, if it wasn't for Game Pass going to 3.5 billion devices, 100% would go on PlayStation. But because PlayStation only sells 120 million copies, what the fuck is that? On the on the bigger scale picture, 120 million copies, they can wait six months or a year before they can get Because you don't even need to buy an Xbox to play Game Pass. You can literally just get Game Pass and buy it and play it on your Android device. Yes. Or your PC, right? Yes. So... It, to me, this sounds like Phil Spencer saying, "Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not doing it on PlayStation because we're on 3.5 billion devices. Come, you know, when we put the button, beep, 
beep. There it is. We're on live. We're doing it live. Never coming. You think that big? You don't think it's coming ever? Oh no! The, come on! Don't don't get crazy! Don't get crazy, Mo. Not never. Like you think you think it's gonna be like a Crash Bandicoot thing? We're like we're rolling on we're rolling on the Elder Scrolls like Crash Bandicoot <laughs> only on PlayStation. People can't get crashed anywhere else. Duplis, I don't know about that. Duplis, do you? What, I don't understand the question. Why would they spend seven point five billion and not utilize them? You mean utilize PlayStation? Because the the difference is that um, Game Pass. Game Pass is not just on the Xbox. It's literally on 3.5 billion devices worldwide, right? Let, let's just put it in perspective. This last generation, Xbox sold, I think it was like 45 million, 45 million Xboxes, right? That's it. 45 million Xboxes, okay? Now, now they're, 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 they're getting in 3.5 billion. I still think they might put it on PlayStation exclusive or not exclusive, like time exclusive. Like it's on Xbox, it's on Game Pass, it's on PC, it's all these things. But then you get it on. Here's here's the best part. I would do it right. What about if they say, well, it's free on Game Pass, but on PlayStation you have to pay $70, right? Right. Right. Do you know what I mean? I mean, even if they give it to PlayStation, it's free on Game Pass. But you have to pay seventy dollars for it on PlayStation. I think it's self-explanatory. And, and that's and that's how you start pushing people to get Game Pass. Right, seventy dollars or Game Pass. Now remember, not every game will be on Game Pass. No, but well, I know all first-party titles, titles will. I, I I know what titles you'd want on Game Pass in order to get people to start switching over. Right, right. So it's interesting. Where it's interesting. So let me go to the next story with uh, with uh, another Xbox story. Phil Spencer talks about where is it? Uh, is this it? I mean, you guys can all you guys can all settle down anyway. Like we know, Starfield comes out first, right? Yes, so Starfield. Yes, Starfield's Star, Star first. first. Yeah, and so Elder Scrolls is not going to come out for at least two or three years after Starfield, right. guys. Like, right. like. Elder Scrolls is like 2026. Like, right. guys, got to calm down. Right, right. Some of you, are, some of you will be married with three kids and never play a video game again before Elder Scrolls <laughs> Six comes out. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Guys are all excited, like I'm gonna get Elder Scrolls Six, and I'm like, you'll be married with three kids before that happens. <laughs> Better watch out. Bags under your eyes, not sleeping. Talk, talk, talk to Anthony, and he's, he's still in chat. He's probably ever, he's probably got a baby in his hand right now. <laughs> All right, Microsoft starts to announcing Xbox Series digital launch events. Is this the right one? Or this is not the right one. This is, let me, uh, I think I have another. Oh, this is the one. Oh, no, this is the right one. I thought I had another one with uh, with Xbox. I, yes, I, yep. All right, this is it. So, Microsoft uh, starts announcing Xbox Series digital launch events. Uh, time is inching closer and closer to release the next generation of consoles and Xbox X and Series X. Uh, Microsoft and Sony have been taking advantage of the hands-on previews to help further advertisement for it. So usually, uh, the launches of the new world, uh, new consoles would accomplish with big launch parties all around the world. But with the coronavirus pandemic, very much discouraging public events gathering all around. Uh, uh, responsible of cancellations of number of events, potential launch parties, and seem to be impossible. Um, 
However, Microsoft at least are prepared to offer alternative. Early today, the official Xbox Twitter account in Australia and New Zealand posted a short video clip shot at Lake Wataka, Wataki Poo, Queenstown. I probably butchered that. Uh, and simply wrote the people, tune in on November 9th, the day before launch of Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. Now, I don't know what this means. All, all they, they just show this, Sarge. This is, this is what they're showing. They're, they're just showing this. It's just a, it's a picture of, of a lake. Power your dreams, 9th of November, at 11 p.m. New Zealand time. Okay, what the hell does it mean? I don't know. I don't know what it means, but that this could be what, what we're talking about last what's, week. What's the company? Microsoft. This is Microsoft event, right? So this is what we talked about last week. There was that one more thing, right? This could be an event where they're they're speaking one more thing. So what does it mean, right? While nothing explicitly stated that they assume that Microsoft is holding a digital event to celebrate the console's launch, uh, aforementioned a Twitter account what? even added a response to the comments to anyone that can tune in from anywhere in the world, and it will be completely virtual. It's unlikely that this will be only event that there earlier this month, Xbox Mexico put out a similar announcement for special Xbox Series X celebration, so we can probably expect more on this launch event to take place in different regions. So what do you think, Sarge? Speculation time. What do you think it is? What What's the date on that again? It's the day before the Xbox launches. The day before the Xbox launches. And it's in New Zealand. That's where the event's being held? Yeah, it's, it's being held in in, uh, in New Zealand. I'm trying to get the timeline down. It's right before a console. Right before a console comes out, what what kind of bomb would you drop? Well, we talked about last week about maybe naming one more company they were buying. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's more of a takeover for a company. I think it may be uh, a console price thing console price thing what do you mean like maybe they are thinking about doing something about how game pass is on whatever system and what all systems are allowed to have what about they add one more system to the series well i would think i would think they have one more in their mind anyway because when you say a series a series has to be at least three, three. things right yeah right yeah, Ubisoft I, to Game Pass, is, maybe. Two things, two things is two things is a couple. I like how big, Big's just naming company Ubisoft, Steam, Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you were in the chat last time we talked, Mo. But we we talked about Square Enix. We talked about Microsoft acquiring Square just to put the just to put the knife in, into PlayStation's back about getting Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts and those kind of things. Okay, well. Yeah, Maybe maybe this next story will maybe maybe bring it up, right? Because in this story that I just talked about, it says that hold on, where where is where is it? Uh responsible comments. Okay, completely virtual. Right? It says that you can watch it anywhere in the world and it will be completely virtual. Okay, well the next story I have is Xbox Series X and Series S have VR references surface in Microsoft's flight simulator. Okay. Mm. So the New Zealand, okay. the New okay. Zealand area oh, okay. is, is a nice okay. place to fly. Right. Yep. So 
maybe they're going to announce that they have a VR compatible with the systems. Okay, so we talked about this in the past. We talked about how in order for VR to become viable, it would have to come out with a really good game. Okay? The playing game is is pretty damn good. It is. But in order for you to get a VR goggles in your house, you have to make it worthwhile to do so. So in order for them to get people to buy into it willingly, instead of bundling VR with a console, I think that they're going to announce that VR games will all be through Game Pass, and that will force people to say, hey, I don't have to buy the game and the goggles anymore, but now there is a list of games on Game Pass that are virtual. Mm, could be. And so now... I like where I'll you're going go with this. Now, I'll, you, now you're voluntarily going out to buy the goggles because now you want to try out all the games that are right. free on Game Pass. Right. I like where that's you're going with that. I'm, that's the reason why I'm getting the goggles <laughs> now. Ah, so, so I'm thinking ah, I, that's how we get the VR in the house. I'm thinking same, along the same lines, right? They're going to do some VR, but the VR is not going to be bundled because they learned their lesson with the connect, right? They don't want to yep. force people to, to get the VR headset. So they're, they'll say it's exactly what you said. Game pass. will have VR games on there. Okay. And then they'll sell. Now it has to be a good price though. What's the price of the VR or they don't make their own VR headset. They team up with someone, like Biggs just said. Maybe they team up with Steam with the with the uh, what's the, what's Steam's headset called? It's um, chat. What's 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 Steam's headset called? I, I know Facebook's got one. I know. I forget what Steam's. Um, what if what if you buy, if you buy the VR goggles, it goes into the monthly payment for the system. You don't. Oh buy my god. Could you what imagine you, $25 you, a month and you get a headset? All right. What what if, yeah, what if for 50 bucks a month you got a VR set with the system? You're just paying 50 bucks a month. I'm not that's it. That's it. That's the end. That's the end. If you that, if you want I, VR, you, be, you could pay 40 bucks or 50 valve. Valve. Yeah, yeah. What's that? What's the VR headset? Is that what it is? It's called Valve. If you if you're able to finance the VR goggles, and then, then you get the VR goggles in people's houses. I think we're putting something to piece together here. If not, Microsoft needs to hire us because I think we just came up with a great plan for them. Okay. But that I think that's how you get VR in people's houses. Right? You just bundle it. With, you're, bundling it you're bundling it financially. Not, you're, not You're bundling financially, and you're also bundling the games inside the Game Pass. Right. Which is so already there because the plain game, the plain game is virtual already for PC. Right. right. So if you want to see the most if you want to see the most immersive experience of a flight sim. Oh, the headset's called the Valve Index. Is that what it's called? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So what if what if you get the goggles sent to you and then you get to experience flying and the flying game, these other couple of games that they have out and like uh Star Wars Squadrons and that kind of thing for your first outing of of getting your VR goggles. I think that might be what's going on. The next one more thing is VR. They're going to try to push it again. Right, pushing it, but not pushing it. No, making it making it easier for you right. to put it in your house. Right, right. Easier for you to put it in your house because you you can finance so it. So maybe, maybe they don't. You're not forking over $500. You're not forking over $400, $500. You're just getting it. Right, maybe they don't, maybe they don't buy another company. Maybe they just partner up with another company right before that launches, right? 
Interesting. We partnered. We partnered up with so and so to give you the most ex most uh, uh, virtual experience ever. If you buy, if you buy Xbox Series X and you're financing it, we can include such and such VR goggles and an additional ten dollars a month for for fifty dollars a month. You get the top of the line system with the VR goggles and the games come with Game Pass for free. That sounds like the new app does like what it might be. The new app does link with Steam. You're absolutely right about that. Microsoft buys Valve. That would I that that's let me let me let me look that up real fast. Uh, I think that might be it. I, I I'm confident in that one. Let's I'll see. I'll go with that one. Oh yeah, that's that's an easy that's an easy buy. They could do it. It's three billion corporations valued at three billion dollars right now in 2020. That's that's there you go. Chump change for for Microsoft. Gabe wouldn't sell. Everyone would sell. I think they would partner with them. I don't think they'll sell them. I buy them, but I think they could partner up with them. It's smart. It would get it would get VR in. It's optional if they make it into the financing plan again. Chad, this is speculation. We're just talking. We're just putting pieces together here, putting pieces together from stories and different things. So it's not, it's not, it's not happening. It's not, it's not official until it's official, and then we'll let you know. They'll be like, ah, I told you. I don't think they'll put up another few billion. Why not, Gator? They have seventy-five billion dollars in cash. Cash. They're they're looking to to do something with their money. Otherwise, they pay taxes on that. <laughs> right? And all the penny who comes in politically, they might want to they might want to buy another company. You never know. They already overpaid for Bethesda. They'll make that money back in no time. They'll make that money back in no time. They 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 got a lot of studios there. A lot of studios out of there. They got like seven seventeen or eleven studios out of there. They'll make their money back. Soon as each company makes their game and they release that, they'll they'll make that. They already did. Oh, that's true. That's true, big. Because didn't they sign that deal with Verizon? Is that the one you're talking about? Oh, with the military contract. There you go. They already made their money back off a military contract with the Azura, right? Ten billion. Look at that. They made three billion extra. Two point five billion <laughs> extra. That's awesome. Look, see, Microsoft knows what they're doing, man. It's their, what did Sony do this week? Not, nothing. They got Spider-Man. They got Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the salt from the tears is going to be it's, so tasty. And I'm not, and I'm not a fanboy of either one. I just find it I, funny. I, I'm, yeah. Not, yeah. I'm not. It's just it's 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 called comeuppance. I believe is the proper term. It's called comeuppance. We're gonna need we're gonna need the video footage of Cartman. Drinking the tears tears from that little boy <laughs> after he made him kill his parents like that I think was one of the worst South Park episodes ever, but it's still funny. All right, we talked about all the Xbox stuff. Oh, let me talk about check out this right. So Grand uh, Grand Theft Auto, we always know about these mods that people make. Okay, these are just screenshots, but I want I want you to see this right. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is coming out. Okay, so Rockstar says, oh yeah, no, not Rockstar mods modders. <laughs> Modders have said oh, said, oh yeah. Yeah, modders have made look at this. This is in Grand Theft Auto right here. This is a Grand Theft Auto screenshot. Obviously, it's PC, it's a mod. Now look at some of these, look at some of these pictures they've created. This is a 
look at this. This is obviously there's a little bit of Photoshop and stuff into it, but these are graphics from Grand Theft Auto, and it looks it looks like Cyberpunk 2077, right? It's insane. It's insane. Some of the, some of the people that do certain certain things, right? They they have more pictures. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I, I, I like the modding communities that do this, right? I like a person that's just like, I don't that's, know what that's their passion. Yeah, it's that's just their, their passion. passion. It's just like painting a picture or something. They're like, you know what? I'm going to mod this game to look like a Cyberpunk 2077, right? Just because they want it. The, the people that do the, the real mods for like Fallout, uh, the Fallout series and stuff like that, insane. Right? Speaking of which. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of which. Speaking, I, I don't have that. Now, is that official? That is that official from from Microsoft? I I, I haven't. Confirmed or is that a mod? It, I haven't confirmed it completely. I believe that's the modding community. I believe. Okay. I believe. So what Sarge is referring to is that right now, I I don't know if it's a if it's a, a mod. Let me let me look it up. Let me look it up real fast. But he's he, Fallout Four New Vegas is being remade. But I think it's by by the modding community. Let me see. Okay, so Fallout 4 New Vegas. Three days ago, showcase weekly gameplay trailer of 2020. I don't know. I, I think this is a mod. But I'll show it anyway. I'll show it anyway. I'm going to keep the, the... I don't know if they're playing music or anything. But this is a team... Yeah, Fallout 4... This, this is a mod. This is a mod, Sarge. So this is a, this is a mod team. This is another mod that they've taken Fallout 4 New Vegas and they've redone it, remastered it, and it looks really good. I know Fallout 4 New Vegas is they're two different games, classic. I understand that, but what I'm saying is it's Fallout. They're using the Fallout 4. They're using the they're Fallout, using the Fallout 4, 4 engine, engine with New Vegas. New Vegas. It looks good. It looks good. Again, someone that's so passionate about a game that they've recreated using their engine into the with with new uh with New Vegas. I mean Microsoft now because they have Bethesda, if they they could they could revive Bethesda easily, right? They can do Fallout 76 better. They can do New Vegas 2, you know what I mean? They could do Fallout 5. There's a lot of stuff they can do with this with the series. Well, now, but now, but now, uh, Microsoft has got both studios. They made New Vegas and Fallout, so right. they have them both. Right. So, so you, you know, it's you know, Fall Vegas is coming, right? You know, Fall Vegas Two is coming. I still, I still predict this coming year to be the year of the remasters. Say it. Say again. I said I still predict this coming year to be the year of the remasters redone redoing of all these old games because they're so far behind because of covid that they have to release something for that year and so the year of the remasters is coming so now microsoft revives thing what are you, what are you talking about creature i mean they literally bought bethesda you don't think that microsoft can can help bethesda put a game out now and like i mean they didn't pay 7.5 billion dollars just so they make money back from the uh from the military contract Right, they they have Bethesda now, and 
they can let them make a good Fallout game and they have new engines and stuff they can use with the Starfield engine that they're using. Like, that's a brand new engine and Starfield is the first one using it. You're telling me because of what... How 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 is it... And this is not to you specifically, but how is it that a company can make a great game multiple times and they make one shitty game and then everyone's like, they're done? Why is that? Like, I love, they're I not love in business of, of reviving. They're consuming. Things. I think you're confusing Microsoft with EA. EA is like like uh, Unicron, where they just take studios <laughs> and 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 chew them up and spit them out, right? Microsoft takes the companies and and actually lets them like create and and make stuff. I don't see I don't see Microsoft in any way buying Bethesda up just so they could just close them down. Todd lied to me. <laughs> I feel th I feel personally uh, they'll take it from them and add it to their own. They didn't buy it. They they built it. They bought that it. Sounds like, that's a, that, that sounds like a Borg statement. Are they the Borg? <laughs> what Borg? do you mean, creature? They bought the whole they bought the whole studio. They want their whole plan was to have 23 studios or making games. Yeah, tw yeah like 23 games. studios making games. They bought it to use them. I mean, isn't we'll that what see. a business does with the... I mean, I guess we'll see. Todd we're, said it was 30's biological see. science. Right. That's right. They are, but we are Borg. We are one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the so, next thing is NBA 2K. Okay. NBA 2K now has unskippable 20-second advertisements after launch. So they sell the game. What did they do last year? I forgot they did something same, last same, year. Same thing. Same thing, same right? Thing. Same, same type of thing. Like, what is with this company? It, it, the best is the the best is is the statement that came out after the up uh, after the uproar was that wasn't our intention. That's not how it's supposed to go. Like they just put their hands up, like that wasn't intentional. That wasn't how it's supposed to go. The commercial was supposed to just kind of be there, just well, not unskippable in the middle of nothing for no reason at all. Like, get the fuck out of here. Here, here, here here's the <laughs> like, thing. I, I will never buy another sports game again. I again. I loved back in the day when 2K did the football game, 2K football with ESPN, right? It's probably one of the best football games ever, ever, ever created. I used to love when Chris Berman would do the highlight reel, and they had ESPN, right? They did all that stuff, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool. It, it makes me feel like I'm watching TV." But they've gone over the line. They're literally showing advertisements of actual of actual things now. While I'm watching a video game, I don't want any more advertisements. I have to watch 15 advertisements just to turn on a YouTube video. It's 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 infuriating, right? I got away from television, so I didn't have to watch commercials. And now, cool, I have to watch one 30-second commercial before the video starts? Great. No, now I got to watch 15 commercials inside right as someone's talking. Like, if we get monetized, okay, it's be like, I have, a, I have a good secret for you, Sarge. Are you ready? And right as I'm about to say it, there'll be a... A, a commercial there, right? And that's fucking... Keep it oh, out shit. of this shit. Keep it out of the shit. Keep it out of the video games, right? You, that That's so that's so dirty. You bought the game, it launches, it doesn't have any commercials in it. All of a sudden, update. Oh, now in between halftime, I'm watching Gatorade commercials or whatever the hell it is in my video games. Why? Why? Didn't you make enough money 
off of the microtransactions of the loot box, the microtransactions, the actual price of the actual game. They have to forever go up. You don't get it, man. The business cycle in their mind, exponential growth always. If a business is not growing, it's dead. That's the mentality. It's not just we're open for business and we're making money. That is not how they think. Investors want returns, and returns have to keep coming. So obviously they believe that video games is an unlimited resource. They're going to mine it out like fucking coal or oil. Right. They, 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 yeah. they think they can just get exponential money out of a fucking video game. Like, okay, go for it. We'll see. What is the ad revenue on that? Do they, Can you imagine? Because they sold that ad spot for the game for the company, right? They're like, oh, we have uh, 10 million people that bought the game. Right. Uh, so it, it costs this much because you're guaranteed well, well, for them to see it right, when they play the game. It, but, here's, but here's the most fucked up part, Mike. Right? They'll just change the ad every month. Right. Right. So they're just selling the advertisement space to a different company because 10 million people have the game. So 10 million people are going to see it because it's unskippable. Well, then I also right? want to so know whatever. So whatever they charge for the for the advertisement spot, they just change it every right. month. Who wants who wants 10 million eyeballs? Right. <laughs> who wants to come in? We'll say the 10 million. Get the fuck out of and here. And then man. on top of that, do they get paid? Like if I see the commercial on my end, is that a click towards that that commercial? And do they get paid more? Like here, here's where they it's, I think it's it's, it's automatic, bro. It's an automatic. They have to watch it. You can't skip it. Right. So that means it's guaranteed eyeballs. You're paying. You're paying an advertiser. You can charge up the wazoo. Oh, you want 10 million people to see your ad? No problem. We got you. Automatically, it, 10 million people. Can is see it an it. impression though? Is the impression already there though? Creature is what I'm saying. Like I buy the game, right? I pay 60 bucks for the game. They know I own that game, and when I put it in, they know that that's it. The impression's already there because I already own it. Or do you think it's an impression on top of that? Right? So if I, I play, I, let, let's say I'm playing a season. Let's say I'm playing a season. <laughs> when does the advertisement, when does the advertisement play? Does it play at the beginning? Does it play before the? Yeah. Yeah. Before you start playing. Has recently yeah. added unskippable 20 second advertising that plays before matches as a post-release change before matches. Okay. So if mm. I'm playing a, a, a season, and I'm sitting down for like five hours and I can go through each game in 20 to 30 minutes. I'm literally watching a 20 second ad three times in an hour. Does that count as an impression each time? Or are they just selling it based on 20 million bought the game? It's during loading. Well, how's that going to work on the PlayStation 5 and the, and the Xbox Series X when there is no loading? Can't skip it. Oh my God, that's dirty. That's dirty. The in-game one, if you start that game, the impression every time. Holy shit. That is so garbage. That is garbage. Oh, my God. I'll never buy a sports game ever again. Ever. <sighs> this is what happens because 2K can't compete with EA with sports games. So they have to charge. They have to sell. They have to sell their game out like a hooker. Yeah, and and by and by the way, I'm telling you, every month I bet you they change it. Every maybe month, maybe twice a month. Yeah, maybe well, they, twice a month. That's that's crazy. Maybe twice a month. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, because they can sell it. They're like, oh well, it costs ten million dollars to put an ad on our on our game, and every impression we get an extra <laughs> two two cents or whatever it is, right? Right. Oh right. my god. Yeah, every week, every week. That's what I'm thinking. Not every month. I think it changed daily. 
instead of your update for your for your actual game, they just upload new advertisements for it on the on the. Uh, that's so right. dirty, man. Every time, what is? And I know people are never going to change because look, the people that talk about bad about it, like Angry Joe or Young Yeah or any Jim Sterling, when they talk about these sports games, their fans that watch them are not people that play sports games. You see what I'm saying? So the people that play the sports games are not watching. They're going to buy it. They're going to buy it regardless. They're going to buy it. They're going to buy it. And they're, you, know, you, have, you have an option. There's no options. So you have to buy it. If you like sports games, that's the only game you got. It's so dirty. It's oh, capture. Man. It's called captive audience, man. Captive audience. That's it. That's so. All right. What else do we have? I think we have one more. Oh, all right. So we talked about this. Was it two weeks ago? Mask, right? There was a, there was a crossover they were talking about. Where it was supposed to be G.I. Joe. <clears throat> I'm getting choked up here. It's supposed to be G.I. Joe and Transformers. And then they were going to throw in Mask in there. Well, now they found their Matt Tracker, maybe. Okay? Matt Tracker might be being played. They've approached Ryan Reynolds. Okay? To play Matt Tracker. Is that a good fit, Sarge? Do you think <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is Matt Tracker? And because no. it's Ryan Reynolds, is it going to be more of a comedy? Like a, like a, not a comedy, but you know what I'm saying. No, he's done. He did. He did a serious movie, Safe House, with Denzel. He can do serious if he wants. Safe House was good. He can, he can play serious. It's supposed to be an undercover agency that protects protects the world from a terrorist organization. He's got to play serious. It's not. So, so basically, it's, not supposed it's to be. Wait a minute. So isn't Masks now just Fast and Furious? Um, I mean, it could be with transforming cars. I I I would like to see how they're going to do that. It's going to be CG, right? The transforming cars are going to be CG, right? So, I mean, it would be better if they comedy. made it practical. Well, if they, if they listen, if you can't copy the cartoon verbatim because they should the transformations. Some of the transformations were ridiculous, but you know, I like I just saw a flying car recently that came out of a garage, just drove down the street, took off. The wings I'm come sorry. out. It's a VTOL. It's I'm a sorry. VTOL. I'm sorry. In person, you saw a car come out of a garage. Just no, no, the I saw the video. The, no, the, the video. The video of it, like what the car oh. can do. Like it comes. I was comes like, out of where? The garage, drives. Just drives, and then the the bottom opens up. The wings come out. The VTOL thing starts spinning, and it just goes like this, and just the car just takes off. I'm like, all right. Does it start sweet. playing the theme song from Apocalypse Now when it's flying? No, no, no. And I, I didn't. I didn't hear. I didn't hear any Apocalypse Now. That'd be but. interesting. I don't know. I think uh, I think he'd make a good. I like Ryan Reynolds. I think he could be a good uh, Matt Tracker. Wait, who do you I mean, who do you think who do you think should play a villain? I still want to hear Chat's answer to the question I had like a couple days ago. I didn't get any good answers. Like, if if Admiral Thrawn is coming to the Mandalorian, and well, that was some last point, week, yeah, right. If Admiral Thrawn is coming to the Mandalorian, what actor plays Admiral Thrawn? Go. I want to hear some good ones here, people. I have mine. I have mine. If Admiral Thrawn is in the Mandalorian, who do they get to play Admiral Thrawn? I don't know. I got mine. Uh, let's see. My get uh, before anyone, before everyone starts typing. My pick is Benedict Cumberbatch, the guy who plays uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, it's a good one. Yes. <laughs> I think he's dead, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he's dead, Kev. I'm pretty sure. The person I was thinking of. <laughs> the person I was thinking of. 
the person I was thinking of is the guy Tom Tom Hiddleston. Uh, Tom who? Tom Hiddleston. Hindelson, the guy uh, who plays Loki. The guy who plays Loki. Okay. <laughs> Take him up. A <laughs> <Abe> pagoda. <laughs> oh man. Ryan oh Reynolds. My God. You want him to play everybody. Ryan Reynolds can play everybody. <laughs> He's that versatile. I like how all of us pick characters in the Marvel universe. Like everybody. Didn't didn't Fassbender play uh Doctor Doom? Didn't didn't he play didn't he play Doctor Doom? Am I thinking the right person? <laughs> Magneto. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I think Fassbender could do it. I think he could do it. You paint him blue, give him some red contacts. I think he could do it. I I think I think Tom Hiddleston can do it. I think Loki, the guy who plays Loki, I think he could do a good job with it. We all know we all know that uh what's what's his face from Batman could do it. Uh the guy who played Commissioner Gordon. He plays everybody, but no one gives him any credit. Oh um God, fifth the... element. He's the fifth element villain. Gary, Gary, uh, Gary, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Look, nobody gives Gary Oldman credit, right? Go through Gary Oldman's oh, he's, movies he's and see actor. what kind of range, what he's kind a, of range a, this motherfucker has. Like yeah. that man is crazy. You, you can't. Good. You can't even tell sometimes that he's in a movie. You're like, that's that's Gary Oldman. Like you don't you don't even right. know. Yeah, he's so right. he's, he's a method actor though. That's why. Yeah. Robert F. And Patterson. That's right. <laughs> he doesn't, but but uh, he can't work out though. He he can't work out. Oh, so real quick, Mandalorian. There was someone here that was a uh, couple here last week, couple weeks ago, that didn't like us spreading rumors and things about Brie Larson and all this other stuff. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so so <clears throat> the rumors of. <laughs> Pedro Pasquale, okay, about the Mandalorian, about him not working out, were true. All of it was true, but they figured it out. So he is continuing on playing the Mandalorian. Okay, voice so, only. No, he's actually going to be in. He's going to be in costume. Part of season two, not all of it. Well, this is the reason that he's in season three and season four now, because John Favreau basically cut him out of the second half of season two. Okay, and saying, "Look, we 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 don't even need you, <laughs> right?" So you can, <laughs> right? Because the second half of the series, I believe, is going to go around Ahsoka and stuff like that because they're introducing them in the series. So he's not going to be on camera as much. the The storyline is not going to be as much with him. But how do you? But how do you not have the Mandalorian on screen in a show called The Mandalorian? It's, we all know it's about Baby Yoda. I mean, come on, First it just didn't sound Yoda. Well, that's not the no. There's a theory that oh, it actually is Yoda. Let, let's talk about this for a second. There's actually a theory about it being Yoda because of the veil, the veil, the force of the veil, the veil of the force, right? Okay. So he okay. was pulled from another time frame and into that realm. So it could be Yoda when he was 50 years old. 
Um, so I guess I guess the universe that had him originally, that you pulled him out before he got to be grown and do all the stuff he was supposed to do, that universe just goes to shit then, right? We just, <laughs> we're just we're gonna, we pull Baby Yoda out of that universe. That's right. Fuck that, fuck right, that, that universe. That universe doesn't matter. That one. Yeah. We're going to bring him over here because we want to fix this one. That right. sounds completely plausible. Right. That's one of the theories, though. That's one of the theories, though. So Oz Boba Fett's jetpack in the Mando? I mean, reasons? Well, I guess we'll have to find out why. Why is it? Why is it Boba Fett jetpack? They have jetpacks. They're Mandalorians. They have jetpacks. Yeah, all all Mandalorians have jetpacks. It's the way. It's the way. Actually, actually, Charles, that's a huge reach around. <laughs> that's, that's, not a, that's not a huge reach. That's, that's a huge, a huge reach. reach? Wait, the reach of my for Yoda? No, with the veil, anything is possible. With the veil, Look. the force that was established <laughs> in Rebels. Okay. Oh God. Which is canon. It's canon. I get it. Right? I get it. But once once you guys open up the door to time travel, I can't talk to anybody anymore. Okay? Time travel has too many facets, too many variables. It goes all cuckoo crazy. All right? I barely got through a three-day argument with my buddy about Back to the Future. Okay? Barely got out of it alive. <laughs> Okay, because what, what because happened? Of the time travel. Because of the time travel. Because you got when you're talking about time travel, you're talking about all kinds of bullshit. Yeah. Well, look, the veil of the force. Me saying that is not far fetched. It literally all it is is veil of the force, reach through a portal, grab a guy, bring him in. That's it. That's the whole fucking plot line, right? They pulled yeah. him from another from another dimension. I said it's it's part of it. And Abe Vigoda is also <laughs> in the in the veil of the force, and he's coming back. Right? Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Another theory is he is a clone. The other theory is he is a clone. That's why, and I talked about this on the Rages Round Table yesterday, which is another plug. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., Rages Round Table. If you like talking about Destiny, that's tomorrow on YouTube. On the, uh, I believe it's on SNTR Presents. Uh, I'm not even sure what if, if it's that channel or... Uh, or if it's Alono's actual Sano to Rage channel, I'm not really too sure. But it's on one of those channels. So if you like another podcast, join me tomorrow morning. Uh, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. But yeah, that, that's another that's another theory that that uh, he is a clone, and it's a clone of Yoda, right? It's a it's a clone of Yoda, and the theory is that Yoda put himself there because of what was happening with the clone war to make an army that Yoda actually made himself a clone and they have his stuff. And then this is like the last one. They want to make sure it's, it's, it's working out, right? It's 50 years, which, which would be close because by the time the clone wars and then it's like 30 years, it's close. We'll see. Anyway, Mandalorian starts uh, in just eight days, eight days. I'm excited. I'm excited. Have you watched the second trailer, Sarge? Have you seen the, the second trailer? Nah, I don't bother. That's oh, good. It looks good. All right, well. I, oh. I watch all the Destiny trailers. I know how the Mandalorian trailer looks like. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, about, they're, 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 they're about the same. They look amazing. Is it SNTR Presents? Okay. Because I know he started a couple different uh, YouTube channels itself. Right, confirm. Yoda teen, uh, teen series. That's exactly right. All right, so that is the end <laughs> 
of Generation X Gaming, episode 239. I appreciate everyone coming out and listening to this. If you'd like to support us in any way, shape, or form, you can head on over to anchor.fm and help us out there, as well as 99 cents. You can help us out. You can listen to the past broadcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, anchor.fm. You can watch us here live every single week on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, on youtube.com slash 13 still gaming, or you can go to 13 still gaming.live. Uh, either way, uh, if you like streams of live video games, we're going to be playing some Marvel Avengers over on Twitch dot tv slash 30 and still gaming i do appreciate you very much thanks for hanging out and we'll see you guys on the next one take care guys they're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s combined they have over 65 years experience join them each week as they discuss and rant about games